Hi there, my name is Todd Rhodes, and you are listening to the Healthy Church Staff Podcast. I am one of the co-founders over at chemistrystaffing.com, and I'm so glad that you're here joining us today on this beautiful Friday. Hopefully it's beautiful where you are. Today we're going to talk about finances, and the title, uh, I chose the title today to say, I bet you have somebody who'd pay for that. You know, I hear church leaders say all the time, well, you know, our budget's tight. You know, we don't have, we'd really love to be able to do this, but we just don't have the money. And here, here's my truth for you today. And it's something I want you to chew on today and maybe over the weekend. I think often many times as pastors and church leaders, we often underestimate the notable resource potential that's sitting right in our seats and our pews. Now, maybe we don't use pews anymore. Maybe some of us do. But there is a lot of latent potential sitting in our churches every Sunday, people that have capacity to give. And gifts come, generosity comes in all sizes of gifts, and so do givers. Everyone can contribute something meaningful. But a lot of times when you're thinking about Maybe maybe it's some kind of an outreach you'd like to start. You need, you know, $10,000 for it, which, you know, to some people that might sound $10,000 is like, you know, I don't want to say chump change, but $10,000 is is not much. In other churches, $10,000 is a, a significant, significant expenditure, but you don't have it in the budget. And here's my premise. I bet if this is something that God has called you and God has called your church to do, I bet there's somebody in your church that would actually love to step up and help do it. Here's here's how we can understand some of the resource potential in our church. First of all, discuss the the, the generosity potential within your congregation. The person sitting in the seat every Sunday might be your next significant donor. You don't know. But a lot of times, you know, even scripture says you don't have because you don't ask. I think as church leaders, sometimes we're afraid to ask. We don't want to, we don't want to inconvenience. We don't want to impose. But you know what? People are given to things all the time. And what better thing to give to? What better thing to invest in than God's kingdom? So a lot of times you just need to make bold, specific, targeted asks. You know, it's a fine line. You can do it too much. You can ask the wrong person. It's risky. I get it. But funding uh, the mission of the church, really, you shouldn't look at it as charity. It's an investment in the kingdom. Walking in faith often means, as a leader in your church, it means pushing the envelope of what's possible. So don't be afraid to step out and don't be embarrassed to talk about money or to make the ask. Again, you can go over the top on this. and, And we all know churches that that's all they do is talk about money and, and raising the next for the next building program or something. But you don't want to take advantage of people or or give preferential treatment. But at the same time, you do want to talk about money. And if there's something that God's called you to do and it's not in the budget, really prayerfully consider about who there might be in your church that would actually, it would be a blessing to them. It would be a blessing to them to step up and to give. One other thing I want to talk about here is what I call the importance of specificity, if I can say that word, the importance of specificity. You need to highlight 
being really transparent on how you're using your funds because this builds trust and it encourages generosity. You know, if if you're going to make an ask of somebody and, and they say to you, well, I, I'm not even sure how, how our church, what our church gives money to. I don't even know what I'm giving to. That's going to be a hard, that's going to be a hard no, probably. But if you're constantly talking about generosity, if you're constantly kind of sharing stories about uh, how your church is reaching people, how your church is ministering in the community, if you're really transparent about that, what that's going to do, and, and you'll find this to be true, it's going to breed trust and, and trust is going to further the generosity. So it's really important that you're not only transparent, but that you're regularly communicating and sharing stories of how individuals' generosity and and how the generosity of your church collectively has led to some really great spiritual outcomes. God's doing some great things in your church. Make sure you communicate that to your congregation. So here's what I want you to think about over the weekend. If you find yourself saying, I'd love to do that, but we don't have the money, or I'd love to do that, but it's not in our budget, especially when you're considering something that you really feel strongly about, you really feel like God's called you to do, chances are the resources may already be there. Recognize the generosity potential in your church because you know what? It comes right down to it. I bet you've got somebody who paid for that. I'd love to hear your comments. Tell me a little bit about yourself, where you're at, where you're listening, how you listen. You can send me an email anytime at podcast at chemistrystaffing.com, podcast at chemistrystaffing.com. I hope you'll take a moment to subscribe to the podcast. Listen to it every day, wherever, Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify, we're on all the, the major podcast platforms. Make sure you subscribe and listen every day, and we will be back on Monday for the next edition of the Healthy Church Staff Podcast. Have a great weekend, everybody.